Hello friends and welcome to another video. Today we're going to be discussing how to craft um, compelling offers and compelling messaging for your market. So if you are trying to write email copy or build a cold call script or a cold DM message or anything that is prospect facing that encourage someone to book a call, today's video will help you define your message and your offer and make it way more compelling, more accurate and more persuasive towards the underlying conditions of psychology of the person that you are trying to connect with or sell to. My name is Charlie Morgan, built and scaled two companies using these sorts of frameworks, Northflow Consulting, Agency of Seven Figures, Imperium Acquisition Consulting Company, near enough at eight figures. Let's get into the video. Okay, so what we're looking at here is a resource which will be available in the description. This is actually a small, tiny snippet of one video from Easy Grow, which is basically our program. But I wanted to walk people through this because people really, a lot of you guys struggle to create messaging um, that converts and compel people to make decisions because, you know, for whatever reason, people just aren't very good at that. So... I call this the art of resonance, okay? And what we're basically trying to do with the art of resonance is craft messages and essentially craft what I call stimuli, right? Stimulus, which is like a message or a DM or a cold call script. And craft that and use a specific type of wording or use specific words or symbols, if you'd like, that connect with someone on a deep level. The most obvious example and the easiest way to sort of explain this is to look at how politicians use language. I'm going to give you a case study, right? And then we'll get into actually how this works. During um, Brexit, right, in the UK, when the UK decided or voted to leave the EU, the Leave Party, the people who were campaigning for Leave, they came up with a message, which was take back control. So the, the Leave Party's entire message was take back control. This was a genius, it was a fantastic message. Um, now, I have no political opinion. I'm not advocating for leaving or staying in the EU. And if anyone in the comments tries to start an argument, please just fuck off. My point here is, is a great message, right? Because what Dominic Cummings understood, he's the guy that led the party, is that there were millions, basically half the country, more than half the country, as it turns out, of people who felt as if they had no control over their lives, right? And they felt like they were drifting through and they didn't have any control. And so what he did is he used Brexit as a vehicle for someone to achieve control over their life. The campaign was brilliant, and I'm not, once again, not advocating for it, but it was brilliantly well executed, very admirable in terms of political prowess, because take back control, those words, those three words immediately connect with the underlying discomfort or discontent people have with their lives. And so when when you when someone says you can take back control, then if naturally you're going to attach the message to the thing that the person is pr promoting or pushing. Another example, you look at Donald Trump, once again, no political opinions here. You know, for example, he's like, um, make America great again. You've got all of these people who are older in the generations who were around when America was the greatest nation on earth, as they believed it. And a lot of these older people think that America has just gradually slipped and just got worse and worse and it's no longer the greatest nation. And as that has happened, so has the pride, right? So is their pride and that's damaging for people. And so when a politician comes along and says, I will make America great again, it resonates with all these people, right? Just in three words. So creating messaging is all about, it's less about what you want to say and more about what they want to hear. Okay, that's the main thing you have to understand. And I know it's weird, Charlie, why are you telling me about politicians and political campaigns? The, the premise is exactly the same. We, we build a solid understanding of what I call the latent conditions of someone's psychology. We use that understanding to craft messaging that perfectly resonates. It's like lock and key. So 
The key to creating a Grand Slam offer is resonance, okay? So we define resonance, something hits home or strikes a nerve. You are exposed to a selection of words, elicit a action or reaction that is beneficial or conducive to the growth of someone else's business. So think of offer and message creation like drilling for oil. So I'm gonna give you a couple metaphors to help this, to help draw this home and I've got an action item for you. This is a really interesting metaphor for this, like drilling for oil. Certain parts of Earth's surface contain oil and the presence of this oil creates pressure. If struck, the pressure is released and can be extracted for profit. The problem is knowing where to drill. So you know how oil fields work? Like companies like Shell and BP will just, they'll use geologists or whatever. I don't know what you call them, right? To figure out, okay, there's probably oil here, but we're not sure exactly where. And then Shell will be like, all right, well, we'll just drill down and cross our fingers. And then every hundred drills, they'll strike oil. It's the same sort of premise where like the earth, the human mind contains pockets of pressure that if drilled, lead to a psychological release that can be extremely profitable. Instead of using a physical drill, we use words or we use images. And using the right words, phrases or images, we can resonate with the unconscious mind of the market and create massive action. What we're essentially trying to do is create an emotion. Another example of this, more relevant to psychology perhaps than politics or um, oil fields, is movies. So the human brain um, or the human psychology or the human condition has what we call archetypes, right? Things that we look for. The hero myth is the most common one, which is why we are so compelled to watch action movies or why most guys, right? Different for women. Women watch different stuff to men, but some women like it. You know, there's these archetypes, these things that just click with us and resonate. You know, when you look at a book or a movie and it just suddenly goes completely wild or a meme or a gif or anything, what's happening there is that stimulus is resonating with the mass unconscious mind. What that does is it, it creates an emotion in us which encourages us to share it with other people so that emotion can be recreated over and over again. This is like if you watch any Disney Pixar film, like if you want to know what people want, just watch a Disney film. <laughs> Um, because they, the, the executives there, they really do get the hit the nail on the head. And the premise is the same with your outreach, right? You want your words, you want the way that you present what you do to strike oil. You know, like you need your message to move people, to compel people. And this is possible because of something that I call latent conditions. Now I call them latent conditions. Maybe there's a different word for them, but I had to sort of create this myself, if that makes sense, because I hadn't, you, you won't be able to read this anywhere else, basically. I had to sort of critically think it through. So apologies for the lack of professional wording, but latent conditions are basically the underlying psychological, situational and cognitive forces that a market or niche shares. Once again, like you won't have heard of this before because I literally how to come up with it. If you understand the latent conditions of the market and the frequency at which they exist, frequency is in like a wavelength, you can create a stimulus with the same frequency that will resonate with them, thus triggering action and conversion. So what do I mean by frequency? Well, you know, we can, we, I'll give you an example here in a second, actually. For now, we'll just, we'll just keep going through this. So examples of some latent conditions in early stage marketing agency owners. So my business is obviously working with marketing agency owners and a lot of our clients, a lot of the time, are people who are still getting started, right? Sub 10K a month. I understand these people, I understand you really, really fucking well to the point where it would probably frighten you, where I could literally write a day in your diary better than you could, 
I could, I could probably tell you about your day better than you could because I've been you. So I know that early stage marketing agency owners have bought a 997 course from someone they look up to only to be disappointed but still looking up to the person who sold them the course. They have massive imposter syndrome kicking in when signing their first few clients. They, want, they spend as little time on outreach as possible finding worthless distractions like building a website while knowing they are deluding themselves. They are primarily driven by one word, freedom in financial location and time terms. They blame most of their problems in business in their niche. Now, if this starts to sound like you, this is because it is you, man. Like, I know you. <laughs> the better you know your market. Like, people ask me, Charlie, how the hell do you book a thousand appointments a month through through, through your business, like for Imperium? This. The better you understand the person that you're promoting to, the better you can craft messages that resonate directly with them. They put $10,000 a month on a pedestal, seeing it as the be-all goal, be goal in their life. They use the agency, right? They start an agency to manifest their potential and channel an unusual amount of conscientious energy. And they start an agency usually out of anger or some form of meditative, negative emotion. Or they're just afraid of being average. So they don't start the business out of a positive place. They start it out of a negative place because they're either desperate or angry or trying to prove a point or you know they're terrified, right? That's usually it. You might not be all of those things, but my point here is this is like the core, the cornerstone of your acquisition strategy is being able to, Then trust me, I could list like 30 more things, like 40, 50 more things. But the cornerstone of your acquisition strategy is sussing out the unconscious forces and the, the, the latent conditions, the cognitive, situational and psychological forces of your market and then using those to craft messages. Because now, but because I know these things to be true, I can create content around them, I can create funnels around them, I can create ad copy around them, I can create creative around them, I can create like cold call scripts around them, and it just makes sense because the better people feel understood, the more they trust you, the more they trust you, the more they buy. So we can imagine that latent conditions are frequencies similar to those you'd find on a radio station. So you know when you're like in your parents' car, because obviously if you drive and you're like, relatively young and you listen to the radio in the car there's you probably got a problem with your brain um, but you know when you're in your parents car as a kid and like you're dialing the frequency on the dial to try and find like a radio station right like what you're looking to do with your messaging and your offering is understand that latent conditions are like frequencies right so if you want to listen to heart fm or well, i don't know what radio stations you have elsewhere in the world right obviously but you know, if you want to listen to Heart FM in the UK, you you go to like ninety eight point seven, and then if you if you want to find Kiss one hundred and one, you go to one hundred and one, like, and then the Hertz and blah blah blah. So your offer and marketing message are like a radio. You need to tune them to a certain frequency to find a station. In this case, a station is one or more of these latent conditions. So if you know that someone has a, like your market has a specific unconscious force most of the time. That is like a, a radio station, it's like a frequency. And so you can tune your messaging, right, to find that frequency and then take advantage of it and hear it and listen to it. And then you can obviously, it's a bit of a stretch, but you get the point. Once a radio station is found, music plays. Once a psychological station is found, action is usually taken or massive confidence and pain is built. In simpler words, marketing assets that make people feel understood invoke trust. Good marketing triggers react with existing psychological conditions to get results. So what you're trying to do here it's like, in order for someone to take action to buy from you or book a call, they need to really have, they need to be in a painful state and they need to have confidence you can solve that for them. You can't create pain and you can create confidence, but really what you're trying to do with your offering is amplify and extenuate the existing preconditions that would already encourage someone to take an action. 
And this is why niche market research is so vital to your company. And this is why sales calls are more important than anything, because you will learn all of the latent conditions you need to learn through sales calls. Just the more sales calls you do, the more information you're going to gather on your market, the more sales calls you're going to be getting. So there's a flywheel in acquisition here of basically market research, where the better you understand your customers, or the better you understand your prospects, the more prospects you can get, the better you can understand your prospects. Like, this is why I did sales calls for my for, for, for Imperium acquisition. I did sales calls for basically the first whole year. I could I knew how to hire reps, I knew how to outsource, I knew how to manage sales reps, right? But I got my company to 100 grand a month um, and held it there for about a year that being Imperium Acquisition, because I wanted to do these sales calls because I wanted to understand these people so well. So I think I probably did like 1,500 sales calls with agency owners. And trust me, if you, if you speak to a 1,000 people in your niche and you truly listen to what they have to say and you listen back to their calls, you'll call with them and you take notes and you pay attention, you'll start to notice patterns and then those patterns become extremely predictable, which means that you can predict the niche, which means you can obviously, you know, you can own the thing, which is now basically what I do in conjunction with a couple of competitors, right? So I've got an action item for you. I want you to list out five to 10 latent conditions you know exist in your market. And if you think to yourself, oh, my, my niche doesn't have latent conditions, you're being an idiot. <laughs> you either haven't thought hard enough or haven't done enough research, right? Um, like another example, let me give you an example with gym owners, right? I can give you a latent condition with gym owners. Most gym owners got into starting a gym because they themselves had a great transformation and fitness changed their life. And so they want to help other people go through that, right? Or, you know, I know, for example, that the, the, the net operating cost for a gym is X amount of money, right? And so it's just niche knowledge because then what you can start to do is you can use that knowledge to make stimuli and to make copy and to craft offers and to compel people to buy. On sales schools, you can say, look, John, the reason I want you to buy from me is not necessarily so I can make more money or so you can make more money. It's so that your gym can help other people in your community the same way that your gym helped you probably 10 years ago when you were trying to get into fitness. I'm assuming you have some sort of great story with your fitness and I want to help you introduce that sort of story to other people as well. Just latent conditions, just using them. It's just like, oh, you know, because he's like, he's like, shit, this guy really understands me. This guy really gets me, you know? And the more you get someone like, the better they are. So that's the art of resonance. If you need help getting more clients, there's a link in the description you can click. I don't really care if you click it or not. For full transparency, it's a sales funnel. It's a video of me trying to sell you something in my program. This is just a tiny little piece of, you know, 200, 300 pieces that we have inside of EasyGrow that help people systemize client acquisition. So check it out if you want to. That's all I'm going to say on it. I don't really want to over pitch you or... Mm, leave a sour taste in your mouth. That'd be bad, wouldn't it? Um, but anyways, I hope you enjoyed the video. Subscribe if you are new and I will look forward to seeing you, my friend, in the next video. Take care. Bye-bye.